Osiris. Hi, listeners. I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Okay. And we are here. We are live. Uh, always almost there. Day after show. We are back. It is Saturday. Seeing Goose tonight. Feeling good. How are you guys today? Glorious. Good. Yeah. I'm a little Majestical, tired. would you a say? Tired. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm feeling majestical right now. I was uh, really excited about the show last night, though. So uh, yes, we will get there. We've know, got uh, we got a couple of great guests today. We've got Ken, a.k.a. Goose in the Pool on Instagram, who was at the show last night. And we've also got Matt, yes, the Matt uh, from Je- the Jeff Engborg request uh, earlier in the week. So he'll be on to tell us the story of that and whether he ended up buying all of the merch. As always, uh, before we dive in today, uh, a word from our sponsor. Uh, so today's episode of Always Almost There is sponsored by Avergio Wellness. Avergio Functional Mushrooms are here to help right now whether you are gearing up for a show, going to sleep afterwards, or recovering and restoring the day after. With a wide range of health benefits, Avergio mushrooms help you make the most out of the moment through the ancient healing properties in their highly potent fruiting bodies. The organic certified therapeutic potency and their planet positive refill system are two of the many standout reasons that Avergio is my choice supplement. Be clear, chill, balanced, energized, protected, focused, and calm in the moment with Avergio mushrooms. Use code STORMSOUND15 for 15% off your order Available to ship anywhere in the U.S. or Canada. Very, very cool. So, second night in New Orleans. Banger Friday, if you will. Really amazing show last night. Yeah, yeah. Hot hot show. Um, lots of, uh, you know, lots of interesting stuff. You know, great jams. Uh, great set list. And, you know, a, a few kind of, kind of spins on some tracks. So... Yeah, I mean, super, super psyched uh, about last night. Um, yeah, this tour, this tour is just rolling along, man. Um, super stoked for tonight. Me too. Yeah, man. Similar sentiments. Last night was so much fun. Uh, yeah. Had a blast watching the stream. 
made it through the the whole stream for the first time in a while because we had a weekend day there and i'm glad <laughs> i stuck around till the end I, I am very proud of myself for making it to the end. I almost dozed off uh, a couple of times during set two because woke up at 4 a.m. Eastern for my flight to Austin and then went to bed at, you know, 1 a.m. Central. So nice 22 hour day. Um, but I'm proud of myself for making it through the show. Definitely worth it, uh, especially with the way that second set, especially the latter half of the second set went. Oh, boy. But uh, we're going to bring on, ooh, Ken might be having some technical difficulties backstage. Um, but we will hopefully get Ken on here uh, in a minute. Oh, there he is. Okay. Sorry. There, there's Ken. Hey, Ken, how are you? Good. I'm doing really well. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Thank you very much for coming on today. We're very, very excited. Uh, tell us, you know, we didn't have a guest on yesterday, so we don't really know much about the vibe, about the venue, how things were in New Orleans the last two nights. So take us through it. What was the Joy Theater like? What was the vibe in the room? Oh, Go also, for it. Um, I mean, the Joy Theater was pretty dope. I, I had nothing but nice things to say about the theater. It was, it was super nice. Where's um, uh, my mic? Here we go. Yeah, no, I got nothing but nice things to say about the Joy Theater. It was super good. It was a little small. It was a little packed. Mm -hmm. um, there wasn't, like, a lot of room, really, to, like, move. But, um, but um, like, just, like, the vibes were crazy. Like, the, the crowd was, was super nuts. Um, like, the band was just, like, you could just tell they were just, like, stoked. Um, yeah. Definitely, like, yeah. definitely you could feel that uh, last, year, last year's New Orleans show as well was in an even tinier room. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 and like it was just—it was really cool because like you know there wasn't—it didn't matter where you were in the room, like you're, mm -hmm. you you, know, you could see everything the whole time. Um, there wasn't like any like bad spot really where there was like bad sound or, or anything. Like it was, it was, it was a nice room, but um, it was kind of funny how like how crazy packed it was though. Like, uh, like absolutely, like literally, like there was basically no room once, especially once the music started. Like everyone would just run bum rush to the stage, and there would be <laughs> no room to get past like the bar area. It was just like a wall. Um, so I was gonna say, like, I didn't get super far up until like the set two of the second night. That was like the first time I was able to kind of like sneak into like the main crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, cause, but it was, it was tight. It was a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was, everyone was just like, so like ecstatic. Like, every, oh, I don't know. There was just like a lot of, um, like you can hear it like in the encore, like, um, when they were doing uh, a what's up last night, like everyone was just screaming. Everybody was screaming at the top of their lungs. Like it was, yeah. Yeah, people were loving it. Yeah, crowd seems crowd did seem super into it. Um, and you know, we don't always pick that up on the stream. Um, but yeah, that that clip of of what's up from last night was was super awesome. I mean, yeah, a lot of people into it, singing along. I, I mean, look, it's a great cover. We'll talk more about it later. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> we will. <laughs> I think it's like the whole show um but hey that's like a it's a thing that's going on this tour right you're you're hearing lots of pretty loud sing-alongs uh yeah at these shows and it's it's not just in new orleans it's elsewhere yeah mm -hmm. i'm, I'm yeah. hoping we get something like that uh tonight in austin uh maybe of the avian variety um but we will see <laughs> Burden. i i think i think though after last night we are going to rename the podcast always almost for non-blondes um, seems seems apropos. Um, all right, well let, let's let's dive into this show here. Uh, let's start with the first set. Um, this tumble that then led into regular tumbles, composed section, and jams. Tell us yeah. about this, Ken. What was that like? 
was, it was probably a favorite part of the whole show. Um, it, it was probably like my favorite part of the whole show. Um, yeah, like the the slow the slow tumble in the beginning, like the intro was just it was perfect. Like the 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 kind of the the build up to it. Um, and I kept thinking like, oh, it seems like they're kind of speeding it up a little bit as it kind of went along. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but like yeah, it wasn't until like they really hit the the tumble jam that they really started to speed it up and like. It was just, yeah, everyone was going nuts. Um, and um, I just, like, I thought, like, they just, like, really, I like it whenever they do kind of, like, the slow chance because I feel like they're more patient with the, the buildup, and they just do it a lot more gradually, and, like, that, it just, like, the payoff is so much crazier whenever they, they, they finally do get to that crazy speed or whatever. And once they they, they come back, and they're doing, like, the, so, the, the solo in, in full speed, um, like, it was nuts. It was great. It was, it was such an awesome opener. And like I said, it's probably one of my favorite parts of the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a Look huge <laughs> I'm a huge slow tumble guy, uh, tumble, if you will. Um, so really happy to hear it. I love what Peter does in the intro to it, as you mentioned, the build up into the song. Uh, he yeah. hits the reverse delay on his uh, vintage vibe, which just sounds so cool. Um, yeah, yeah, and then mid jam as they started getting into the the tumble composed section, like we were like, oh, like this is crazy. Yeah, it's such a way it builds up. Yeah, it's, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, this isn't the first time they've messed with the structure of Tumble. Maybe it is the first time it has Goose, but if you listen to uh, Westport or Ray Below, you get actually a slow tumble with the composed section of Fast Tumble in the Before. beginning. Yeah. yeah. So it's That's just cool. interesting that they're toying with the structure of the song, you know. Maybe there's no correlation at all between Goose and Ray Below, but, <laughs> you know, less, you know, those two versions kind of stick out in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I, I do like how the, you know, they entered the composed section slow and then that's where they kind of, you know, up the tempo. Um, yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind that being maybe the way they just played all the time. You know, I think we were talking Honestly. about that a little bit last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, hey, okay. Yeah. I know. I agree. And, I 100% yeah, agree. And also, um, so lead the way was on the set list as the opener. There, there were a lot of audibles. there were a lot of audibles last <laughs> night, shifting shifting songs around and, and things like that. So um, yeah, I mean, I love lead the way, but I mean the 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 tumble was uh, and, and it was always going to be slow tumble. Um, you know yeah, that was definitely was on marked the on the set list. But but yeah, cool. Um, yeah, that that's a good move. You know what I mean? I that's. Uh, it's it, it was a great call i think that that really kind of set the tone for hey you know things are going to be um you know loose and fun but at the same time um you know it, it's going to be a banger night so um yeah yeah great great kickoff to the to the show for sure mm-hmm. yeah and then next and up we oh yep yeah, yeah. i was gonna say i guess all those audibles really kind of explained by the amount of time Rick spent on that talkback mic behind yeah, there you himself. go. Yeah. So. There you go. And then we get Cali Magic next, uh, complete with Peter ripping the organ so hard that uh, the glizzy hat fell off. Um, <laughs> funny. He said before the set, before the set started, he was like, glizzies are back and so is oat milk. There was someone on the rail wearing uh, that oat milk shirt that he loves. So Nice to see. But yeah, this Cali was great, as it always is. Uh, really short gap on this one. I was hoping to hear it tonight, but, you know, I'm not going to get everything. Um, yeah. yeah, but really great, as usual. And then Indian River, 80s synth version continues. No Delta-ish on this one. Uh, what, what were these two songs like for you, Ken? 
Um, I was so pumped when they started playing California Magic. I was just so happy because that was what it was kind of been on my list. I, I wanted to hear it for a long time. It's one of my favorites of their new songs. Um, but I, I didn't, I didn't figure they, they played. They busted it out in Atlanta, so I didn't think we'd see a lot of the, the repeats from mm-hmm. Atlanta. Um, so I just, I just totally um, like took it off my list, and I was so happy when they played it. Honestly, yeah, it was a nice treat. And same with um, um, uh, um. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. No, sorry. I was about to say, yeah. Sorry, space that. No, yeah. The, the Indian River was amazing, um, and I like I like the faster paced version of it that they've been doing. I like how they've been kind of like messing around with the arrangements of some of the the songs like that. And, and Indian River in particular is one of my favorites. Um, mm-hmm. I like when they kind of like mess with the, the arrangement, kind of change it up, and like they just I love it. Yeah. And anytime they yeah. add synths to anything, too, that's also cool in my book. <laughs> Definitely. We got, we got a three-hour podcast coming of Ryan talking about the nine different versions of Indian River, so get ready for that. Uh, <laughs> nine and, for uh, now. Nine for now, yeah, right. And then, next, he may not be here, but this was for Kev. Bob Don with uh, the first with since March uh, in Cleveland, but I was so excited uh, that this came back. This one just hit perfectly middle of the set and that very psychedelic vibe to that outro jam last night uh whole band was getting into it you know this should be a more regular occurrence we shouldn't be going you know seven months without seeing a bob don with yes no i i agree all bob dons like need an extra little jam i think it's a criminally underrated song um yeah, yeah. you know like i i wonder i wonder what that conversation is with the band Right. So like they're going to like, let's put Bob down on the set list. Right. Like, you know, it's like Rick and, you know, coach and, and Peter sitting around and then they're like, let's not do the cool, the really cool part of the song. <laughs> and like, I just don't understand that conversation at all. I, but uh, I was happy to have it. It's maybe it's a maybe it's a spur of the moment thing. I feel like it could just be like as they're playing it, you know, whether they decide. Yeah. yeah. I mean, two treats, though, so far in the show. Right. You get like a, a slow tumble. tumble. Yeah. And then you get a Bob Town with, which is yeah. pretty great. Brian, you're oddly quiet over there. What's... Well, no, I mean, yeah, not not much to add to that. I mean, I, you know, I just, you know, I think they, I think they're probably thinking, you know, yeah, we got to keep things interesting. You know what I mean? We can't, uh, you know, you can't always do the awesome ending. I guess you know what I mean. <laughs> I guess. So, um, but you know, it's it's like we talk about all the time with with a lot of variations of songs and with jam without jam so i mean i feel like this is no different you know what i mean they but has been a while for that one so um you know and we talked about it on the pod the other day you know i think we were pushing it uh pretty hard after um was it maybe atlanta or whenever but um but yeah yeah good stuff for sure always always happy to see the bob don with um and then uh and then look out cleveland another song that um you know we haven't seen for a while yeah, yeah. Last played in rarely, rarely played covers. Um, and I mean, this is a good one. You know, I, I don't think anybody's going to have a problem with Lookout Cleveland. Hey, today's October 8th. Let's give a shout out to the T5 Lookout Cleveland from one year ago today. If you haven't yeah. listened to that in a while, 10 8 21. Really phenomenal jam. Oh, wow. They love playing it in October, man. They played it also at, uh, at Swansea 2020 in yeah, like yeah, early yeah. October on Greg's birthday. Yeah. yeah. That's so a good one. Yeah, Ken, what was uh, Lookout Cleveland like 
Uh, it was awesome. That was another one that I, I didn't really expect them to play it, and I was just I was overjoyed when they did because, like yeah. I said, it's a rare one. They never really bust that one out, and it's nice too because it's a cover that they will kind of always jam on as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes when you get the cover, you know, you only get like you know the ten minutes or whatever. But I love how Cleveland's always kind of like they just kind of add to it and just keep going on it. Yeah. Um, and that's that's like one of the best parts about that. Anytime they they mess with the cover, is like they just kind of add to it and and just keep expanding on it. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to Haps Jr. and my father, who were the only two that picked Lookout Cleveland for fantasy uh, last night <laughs> as their one pointers. I got I got screwed over by in the fantasy last night. I didn't expect them to play Bob Don or California Magic or like half the stuff they did. A lot, lot of curveballs last night for sure. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. Then out of Lookout Cleveland, a phenomenal segue into Turbulence and the Night Rays, um, which continues yeah. to just absolutely kill every single time it's played. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. I absolutely love this song. Again, phenomenal segue out of uh, the Lookout Cleveland jam. Just great placement too. Like I, I love everything about this song. Yeah, yeah that, that, that turbulence. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Neil. That turbulence right. jam just keeps getting better and better. It feels like great. Uh, it's it's a that's a solid set closer. I mean, it's mm-hmm. yeah, I love that song. Love that song. Um, and you know, I mean, I don't know if we have to keep talking about this, but it, you know no butterflies with turbulence so they're probably going to continue to separate a little bit but um i had turbulence at, uh, on my list i uh was was really psyched to see that mm-hmm. i also picked it i was excited for that but yeah it's a good one yeah rounded out a hot set i mean that's you know yep. i mean another great set one strong stuff yeah it, it felt a little bit short to me i think it was like just over an hour um but still like Really phenomenal stuff. Packed so much into it, and I, I have no complaints at all. Um, so then, um, set break. You know, last night, Ken. What what was what what were the expectations like going into the final set of the weekend uh, in New Orleans, at least? Um, uh, what were people saying? What did people think of the first set? I mean, people were just like ecstatic. Honestly, at that point, um, you know, almost everyone. Uh, there, like I recognized a ton of people from night one. Almost everyone there on night two was had been there the first night, and so at that point, I think everyone was just kind of like just super amped up, and, um, and we were just kind of ready because I feel like the second set was like just a big monster jam vehicle the whole time, mm-hmm. um, and like that, that's exactly like what, what the crowd was ready for. That's exactly what everyone wanted. I felt like, um, um, and uh, yeah, it was just very satisfying to get some of those like big, big longer, like crazier extended jams that like everyone was pining for yes we we were definitely pining for those uh yeah. come up for set two they wish uh tomorrow on the rail a happy birthday which was nice to see uh she's awesome um and then they go into flow down yes. solid you know flow down intro not too long um you know nice unfinished mist uh no jam go right into pancakes yeah yeah you know shifted it was nice yeah they did a really good job with that and then Shall we talk about this pancakes? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. You want to lead us off on this? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, um, the, like you said, like the the end of the mist too was was, was really great. It was just, like, amazing kind of energy building up throughout it, and then um, you know there was kind of this this little I, I don't know what to call it like because um, they didn't really stop playing, um, but there was kind of just like a drones kind of going on in between mm-hmm. into the missing pancakes while we're kind of like setting up a tune and everything and um and uh like 
like yeah the energy was just nuts and especially too once once Pete started clapping <laughs> i just went nuts i was like oh yeah oh shit we all know what's gonna happen now and uh, cakes yeah yeah and uh, yeah it's it funny i was i was standing next to this like old guy most of the night and he whenever i'd write stuff down on my phone for like a set list he kept he would lean over and be like oh, what, what song is this or whatever and i was writing down pancakes as people were clapping and the guy's looking at me he's like how do you know what song is this and i was like you'll know <laughs> That's good. All yeah. Right. Technical difficulties. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this, this is a, this is an upper stack pancakes for sure. Um, and, you know, this jam reminded me a bit of the Atlanta drip field. Um, you know, it, it, they both kind of start out. Well, you know, Rick started this one out again, Not, didn't start out the jam, but when they kind of cooled it down, you know, he, he did another kind of, uh, you know, some, some nice, just kind of finger picking, um, you know, kind of, kind of changed the direction and brought it down. Just kind of a nice melodic, you know, just kind of gorgeous sounding finger picking. So um, similar to Dripfield in that way. And then, you know, just, a, just another beautiful, um, you know, you know, kind of, kind of bliss jam, if you will. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very good. I, I feel like I've, I think maybe I've listened to it three times today. Um, you know, was up late after the show last night, listening to, um, you know, the, the pancakes in the Madavan uh, a couple more times as well. So it's, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't want a hasty rank um, even after five or six listens, but this is going to be right up there. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it won't surpass Nashville, but, yeah, this is going to slide somewhere into the top, you know, definitely Three. in the top five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the question is whether it comes in as high as number two or, um, Three. <laughs> you know, because I'm because I do I do really like, uh, you know, I do really like uh, D.C. and Louisville. Um, you know, I think those are both really strong as, as well. So sometimes as time passes, you know, you might forget how good some of these were. So uh, you'll have to go go back and do some A-B testing on these and uh, and see where this is going to slot in. But, yeah, two huge jams in the second set that are definitely going on to the playlist. So uh, probably probably both in the in the upper portions of that playlist as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah, great, great pancakes. Second best mod of honor of the year. Uh, but, you know, we'll get to that. Yeah, this, oh, this really? pancakes, in, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> Uh, th this pancakes really, really blew me away. Uh, one of the few pancakes that have been left unfinished as well. Uh, you know, we didn't get that ending, but it really just, you know, much deeper jamming I felt uh, in this pancakes than we've seen uh, for a lot of the tour. Um, same with the Madavan, which I have a lot to say about that jam too. Um, but this, this pancakes was where I was uh, starting to doze a little bit. Um, so I, I need to go back and listen a few times before I really figure out where um, it stands in my rankings, but just an amazing jam. Like, I can't wait to hear it again. I can't wait to listen to it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not only is it like a really good jam, it's a really unique jam, Yeah. Uh, if you ask me. I mean, I think you can kind of point to some other jams and Jive already did where he was talking about it's it's got a similar beginning to the, the Dripville from Atlanta, but uh, I don't know, something about this like immediately caught my ear you know, like sometimes when you hear a great jam, like you don't even realize that you're in it until like you're in the middle of it, right? Mm -hmm. This one I knew like the second they kind of dropped into that that one section, like which I can't describe in words, but like 
I was like, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be real good. And hum it, it was, for us. Uh, Can you hum it for us? Uh, nobody wants that, man. <laughs> nobody wants that. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to give this one a lot more listens. Uh, we're gonna keep talking about this pancakes for a while. I have a feeling. This, this going to be, be the a... kind of thing that we refer back to when we yeah. talk about other songs. Totally. For sure. And then after pancakes, uh, we had a nice fade into Doctor Darkness. I kind of like this as a landing pad, late set too. Um, you know, I, I think it it's also works really well in the first set um, or as an opener, but I really enjoyed this placement last night. I think it worked well. Um, you know, I also really love this song, um, I think. So happy to hear it here. And then Madhavan. So Ken, what, what was the Dr. Darkness vibe like? Uh, so, so Dr. Darkness was great. Like like I said, the placement I thought was really good because like it's normally kind of a set one kind of song. It's normally kind of an intro. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not really like a big jam or anything, but I thought just like the, like I said, like the, I thought the timing of it was pretty, pretty, pretty on point. Um, and it just, it really went smoothly, I felt like, with other songs from that set too. It just kind of fit really well in there. Um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, like the the Madavon was kind of the highlight. Like that's that was just that was definitely the best uh, the best jam I've ever seen them do live, and like some of the some of the craziest um, stuff. Like, it just went it just went all over the place. Um, mm -hmm. Just I, I just loved how it, um, uh, it it got so spacey and so out there, the kind of like this like deep space kind of mode, um, and they did such an amazing job of like of, of pulling you back in and, and bringing it all back together. Yeah. At the end, like it was just, it was so spectacular. Honestly, I was, I was pretty blown away, and it just kept going too. It, you know, and there were certain sections where it kind of wind down, and I think, okay, you know, this is where they're going to wrap it up or whatever. And then, and then it just they just build right back up again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, Neil, what thoughts on the Doctor Darkness before we really dive into this Madhavan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, I mean, I agree. Yeah, I, I didn't really have any problems with, uh, you know, with the placement. Now, you know. You could put, you could, you could throw Kylie in between, you know, that fucking pancakes and Madavan, and I probably wouldn't have a problem with that either. So you know what I mean? Like, uh, no, no complaints at all. And I like, and I like the song. You know what I mean? So uh, I was surprised, oh, you know, sure. when, at, when they played it. But you know, looking back at that, um, you know, just how how that set, you know, you know, was laid out overall. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I th I'm totally fine with that. I, it's. Uh, you know, like a lot of songs, you know, that they experiment with and move around and whatever. Yeah, you know, I mean, it usually works. You know what I mean? These are all great songs. So, um, and then the Madavan, I mean, yeah, I mean, big, huge, you know, 26 minutes or so. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said, Ryan. I mean, it's, it's got to easily be the, you know, the second best behind Rally. Um, it's, I, I, I've got to listen to it more even. I mean, even after five or six listens, I mean, I just, I know it's awesome, but I, it's a lot to break down. You know what yeah. I mean? There's, it, it goes to a few different places. It has a few kind of unique sections and uh, yeah, so, uh, high energy. I mean, just, just high, high energy in, in a way, kind of at the other end of the spectrum of the pancakes, you know, the pancakes. So, so really nice juxtaposition between those two jams in that set. I mean, two huge jams and, you know, a lot of variance in kind of kind of jamming style and things like that. So, yeah, uh, really, really top version. Um, yeah, super psyched, super psyched. Can't wait to, to for those soundboards to come out and just listen to this more and more. Oh, yeah, and to me, you know, 
what really stuck out to me right at the beginning of the jam was normally, you know, obviously Peter's normally on guitar uh, for the Madhavan jam. This one was very keys focused. And at the beginning, he, I, I think he wasn't exactly sure, but he did this really cool thing where he, he was doing some effects on the vintage vibe that made it sound super dissonant and spacey. But also as he was doing that, he didn't turn down the volume on his guitar. So that was feeding back as well, which was just really cool sound, really cool effect. He, he like, you know, made this like face, I think at coach, um, you know, uh, we, were, we had the camera on him, but wow, like that was, I think the coolest part of the jam for me, the whole thing being absolutely amazing. But that's something that I don't think we've seen him do before. And I think it's a really, really cool idea that he can explore at least sonically, like using his guitar to augment the, the vibe and the, the dissonance and the spaciness and whatever. But that was so cool for me. And then I really like how the ending of the song sounds with Peter on organ as well. Really great keys work from him here. Just amazing. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. I didn't pick up on that, that, that the guitar feedback was in there. And I, I, I want to go back and listen to that and, and try to get a better, you know, better grasp of it. But I, uh, it, there's a chance that I'm wrong. I, I think that's what happened. It, it, I mean, like it, it makes perfect sense. And like, now yeah. that you're talking about it, it's just like, of course, you know, right? Like, why, <laughs> why did, like, why doesn't he do that? Uh, and yeah. like all the time, I mean, you know, hopefully like not overdone, but like, sounds pretty great. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, this jam is awesome. I've listened to it a few times already. And uh, yeah, a lot to break down, a lot to talk about. Definitely a very, very good Madavan. I think that one thing that really struck me about this Madavan is that Rick did not want to give up on it. I, I think yeah. he was the one who was like, it, it felt like it was going to resolve. And then like he, it seemed like he was the one who was pushing it forward. And yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, part of this, this jam, like he really, he wanted this one and the way it ended, it kind of makes sense. Cause he was just absolutely ripping. It was perfect. Dude, Rick's Rick's been feeling it, man. Uh, you know, he's been a little chatty in the mic even. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not even talking about the the magic mic. You know, he's just yeah. been he, he's just been you know giving giving us all some. Uh, I think he announced set break or said thank you at one point last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's going so, for it. I'm waiting yeah. for those sunglasses from. I was just going to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, there's a few different. He's got a few tells. You know, when, when he's when he's feeling it. So you know, look for look for look for chatty Rick. Look for sunglass second set sunglass Rick. Uh, Man bun you know, Rick. Yeah, yeah. White so, Crocs, yeah. Rick. There you go. I think we're due for a White Croc show. Also, speaking of Rick, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not 100 sold on the White Crocs myself, <laughs> but yeah. Um, Listen, he wore them in Perry. That's well, pretty good. Pretty good. He, he wore a record. lot of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say he wore hey. a shirt in that Perry. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, hey, that's fair. Hey, listen, let's uh, let's talk about this very special encore. Well, before we um, get to we, that, and I then we got to bring, we got to bring Matt on, and, and so that we yes. can we can get through that chat as well. But really quick, before we do that, while we were on the topic of Rick, I do want to shout out um, the crew again, always because they're so amazing. But last night during Cali Magic, Rick popped string, switched to Peter's guitar for Indian River, and by the end of that song, his guitar had been restrung and was back on stage. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could have put that string on in that same amount of time, though. Okay, so I, but I don't it's, know that's, you know, uh, they have a lot going on during a show. Yeah. Normally, they, he doesn't get it back until the second set. It was just, you know. Yeah, no, props to them. Crew crushes yeah. it. Yeah. 
They did bring cupcakes. Ryan's too. Ryan. So yeah. so Ryan's sucking up to the to the crew right now. I'm doing nothing. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's gonna get. Yeah, 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 he's trying to get. I'm doing no such thing. Yeah. I'm doing yeah. no such thing. Let's talk about your four non-blondes thing. <laughs> Ryan's uh, like, yeah, the crew really. I mean, let's talk about um, stage setup and breakdown last night too, because yeah. I, I feel like I feel like everybody did an amazing <laughs> job. Uh, you know, lifting and carrying. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, so We're so yeah, blonde. so I, you know, I don't know if if you know, there's not a lot of people that that tune into this. <laughs> so <laughs> some people, are but I tweeted out, you know, our conversation the other day where um, you know the question had to be asked. You know, um, where's four non blondes with all the Kylie? You know, where's the four non blondes? And so I, I'm sure it's just a huge coincidence. But you know, sure enough, you know they came out and and dropped, dropped the uh, you know the what's up for us, which, like we were saying before, I mean it's such a great song, you know what I mean? I I, I just love it, and and we all, all we already alluded to to the video, and, and we'll we'll hear from Ken again, but the energy for that, the crowd was 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 stoked. Uh, people were more people were singing along, you know what I mean, than than I probably would have would have guessed, you know what I mean? Because the song's not new, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, yeah, super psyched that they that they brought that back. Um, yeah, Ken, just t- tell us about tell us about the experience last night for the encore. Well, so it's funny, like I um, like 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 you were saying, like people were just going nuts for that one. Like there was definitely more like like screaming and shouting and singing for that one than um, than like probably any other song like the whole night. Um, and especially like after the Madelon too, after the energy of the Madelon, like everyone was just so amped up um, that when they followed it up with that too, like everyone was just going absolutely nuts. Um, and it's, it's funny, I did not recognize what song it was until they got to the chorus. I was like, yeah, this sounds super familiar, but I have no idea what this is. And then they, like, what's going on? I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was a really great moment. I think that's the funny thing about this song, right? Is that everyone knows this song. This is not a song that like you can kind of hear and you'd be like, hmm, I don't really, like maybe I've heard this before. Like this is a song that everybody knows the chorus of. Every single person, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. great, great to hear. And yeah, more of those rarely played covers. Every show, every time this happens, we get closer to the way it is. (laughs) We're we're getting closer, we're getting there. It's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Well, Um, Ken, any final thoughts uh, um, on these last two nights in NOLA? Uh, I mean, honestly, they were spectacular. I'm, I'm super glad um, that we that me and my wife pushed to go to these two. We were going to go, we were trying to go to the Dallas show originally, um, but there was a lot of stuff coming up that weekend. And so we, we ended up switching to the, the New Orleans ones. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I was trying to go to Red Rocks this summer. That was the big, that was the original scheme was going to Red Rocks. Um, but that didn't end up working out. And so, yeah, it was just super great that like, the, the shows that I couldn't make it to this year were as good as they were and were as special as they were because it was just, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Well, and thank you so much uh, for coming on, Ken. Yeah, of um, course, man. Thank you so shout much Shout out for to your me. wife been, who's driving. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's so she's a champion. For, yeah, she's a champ for driving right now. So, yeah. Thank yes. you guys again so much for having me. It's really super nice to meet all you guys. And, yeah, this is a blast. So. Yeah. Always yeah, a pleasure. Yeah. Cheers, follow, Ken. Direct, follow Ken safe. on Instagram, Goose in the Pool. He's got good content over there. Drive safe. Thanks, man. Yeah, you guys too. Take care. All right. And so now uh, the moment that some people have probably been waiting for. I've been waiting for this. I'm very excited for this. Uh, we've got Matt uh, from the other night uh, from St. Louis who got his Jeff Engborg request and had to 
buy out the merch table, supposedly. Matt, how are you? Well, I should uh, say, hey, what's going on, guys? First off. <laughs> nice. Good one. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, congrats on your call from a week ago on 4 Um That was prescient. Um, Thank you very much. Well. How are you guys you. doing? Fantastic. You know, great shows are happening. Um, Matt, take us through this whole process. When did you get the idea to request the Angborg and say you'd buy all the merch? What was your reaction at the show? What happened after? Take us through. Yeah, so um, uh, the show was on Tuesday. Monday night, I was walking the dog. I'm a total Twitter noob. As you can tell from my beard, I'm a really old guy. Um, <laughs> I uh, And I was like, you know, what the hell? Let's send it out to the universe and see what might happen. So <laughs> I, I think I had less than 100 followers. So I sent that out. I said, there's no way the band's going to see this. Yeah. And uh, I, I would love to know the backstory of who actually saw it. Um, you know, I think I tagged just the band yeah. in it. P- and, Peter, uh, Peter, Peter is known for prowling social media for things like this. I so. figured. Yeah. 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 You know, and um, I and, and it's funny. Uh, I stumbled upon Jeff uh, just going through nugs and uh, I don't I can't remember what triggered me to find it. But when I found it, I was like holy cow, this is the funkiest uh, song of all. And I grew up, you know, uh, I'm a late 60s kid, so disco is in my veins um, mm-hmm. from my parents. So just that that funky uh, riff and, the you know, the keys and everything, I was just like, man, that would be fantastic to hear it and only like fourth time played. So I just sent it out there. And um, so we were we were tweak side for the show, uh, my girlfriend and I and my cousin and his girlfriend. And we're just kind of hanging out watching the show and i'm like man this is really ripping uh, it contrasted for me from like the radio city shows that i was at in terms of it felt more instrumental more um kind of jammed out uh you know a little funkier i was like wow this is going great and then after uh what was it uh old man's boat i think mm-hmm. which is you know, which is kind of good because you know i'm an old man and uh and then, <laughs> man they stopped and th- the thing i liked was you know you guys talking about the the secret mic um Peter actually talked into the hot mic. He goes, let's do it now. You know, almost like dragging Rick across the finish line. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he starts in with the, okay, this one's for Matt. And I was like, you got me fucking kidding. <laughs> no, there is no way. How the hell did he see that? So um, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been to the pageant, but um, the merch is actually located in a, in a building that's connected to the pageant so that if you don't go through the right entrance to get there, so here's what happened. Um, so I heard the song, lost my mind. Rest of the show, um, you know, it was just fantastic. And uh, this was like my sixth show. My first one was right before um, COVID um, opening for Pigeons mm-hmm. at the building right next door to the pageant. And uh, ironically, they finished with the same song at that uh, Del Mar Hall gig from March of 20 as they did um, at uh, the pageant with um, um, Love Light. So um, after the show, we walk out. We, we also, I was shocked at how short the uh, uh, set break was. It was only just like 23 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. So we missed like the first minute of hunger site. Came back in, rest of the show, walked out. My girlfriend's like, all right, let's roll over the merch and just see what the number is and see how bad I'm going to get hammered. So we walk <laughs> out and we walked, we, we walked in front of the place, walked to the thing. And we try to go back in. They're like, you can't get back in. I'm like you don't understand they're like, like oh. i need to buy all <laughs> i need to get merch. pummeled for five grand of merch and and uh so um 
so I'm like, shit, what do I do? I'm, I said, I'm going to look like a big guy. So, uh, so then the next day we're talking about it and, and, uh, um, and then I knew that they were going to new Orleans next. And I remember from last fall when spuds called out groove safe, um, you know, and some of the things that were going on in the crowds and things like that. I'm like, okay, maybe I can, you know, uh, give a donation to groove safe and, uh, you know, and then offer to match some more and, you know, maybe that'll, uh, you know, the band will like that and they'll dig it and just put some positivity out there and, and yeah. uh, support the cause. So I, uh, you know, I set up a, I did a donation and I emailed uh, the lady that, that runs the org and I said, Hey, you know, through the end of fall tour, whatever anybody matches up to another certain number, or I'll, I'll match it. And, you know, just keep going on. So, you know, I'm lucky enough to be able to, to do stuff like that and travel to Radio City, you know, you know. Um, so it was it was a fantastic experience. You know, I, I looked at like the set list from the last two from the New Orleans shows and they looked more like classic set lists kind of compared to the Radio City ones. Like next to the Engborg thing, probably the best my best goose experience. There haven't been many, but was when they introduced Trey at Radio City. My girlfriend almost ripped my arm off. Cause she's been to like 90 fish shows. So yeah. like she, I mean, we both were like, there's no way I like, I didn't see Trey's rig up on stage. You know, we were in the nosebleed, so I had no idea. And then when they announced him, um, we just freaked out. And then the fact that he stayed for the whole set was yeah. just fantastic. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know why Engborg just resonates, but it was just, it was so great to, to have happen. So hopefully like, you know, my, 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 my uh, hope would be that like uh, the band and spuds and those guys would see that, you know, even though I didn't get all the merch, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a live stream package purchaser. I'm a, you know, I'm a foil purchase, foil poster. I mean, that foil poster was gone in yeah. three minutes from the, from the, yeah. the, the store, but I got it and I'm stoked about that. Um, so yeah, hopefully they'll, they'll think that, you know, the groove safe thing is, is cool. And, and uh, you know, I mean, these guys just, it's just fantastic. You know, I'm a, I'm a wannabe guitar player. So I just marvel at their musicianship and appreciate all the hard work that they've put in over the years yeah. to just get where they're at. And I just, you know, just the fact that I spent like 40 bucks on a, a concert ticket feels like a crime, yeah. you know, for what I'm getting. Well, so. and, 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 you know, maybe after the end of tour, you're going to get a DM from the band being like, Hey, um, we we're just waiting to see how much we had left over, but we've got $7,000 of merch left, <laughs> you know, Venmo us. <laughs> I did DM, so, I DM coach and I said, man, what's my number? And I didn't there hear. You go. So, you know, <laughs> oh, I didn't send me anything back. That's too bad. That's you know, so, I'm excited in this conversation. I learned that I didn't ruin the tray sit in for everyone. Because um, Matt didn't know, so like I feel really good about that. Sorry, there you Brian, go. go ahead. Ooh, it was coming. That's sweet. Yeah, no, go. no. So we Brian, were in the back I, row, man. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think you answered the question. I just wanted to make sure that you. So you haven't heard from anybody, uh, you know, with with the band or crew or anything. So yeah, I mean, Ryan, if you talk to anybody, you know, it'd be nice to. It'd probably be nice to connect to connect everybody up. Make sure they know about the group safe thing. Yeah. Um, because. Uh, because yeah, I mean that shouldn't go unnoticed. You know what I mean? That was a that was a really cool thing. My question was, yeah. So I mean, is it the merch at the merch table at the end of the night, or is it the boxes of merch in the trailer? I mean, what are we talking about here? You know what I mean? Like how big how big was that going to go? I didn't think they were really gonna they were gonna stick it to you anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's no way Naveed would have done that. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, uh, because because you know here's the thing. I mean, you know, we were joking about this. At, you know, you're that this 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 became a, some some big comedy i think you know uh, around twitter and and probably elsewhere too um 
you know, and I was wondering, you know, where's this, where's this headed? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, because if they honor something like if the band honors something like that, you know, people see that, you know what I mean? So then, you know, what's next? Are people going to, you know, offer to buy gas, um, you know, for the tour bus between stops to get to, you know, choose the set list? Um, are people going to offer to, you know, I think somebody was talking about, you know, hey, maybe what if you offered to pay for, um, you know, somebody's kid's tuition? You know, like, like, um, but in all seriousness, super cool gesture uh, by you, Matt. Uh, you know, we, we really wanted to wanted to hear the details because uh, that was such kind of a kind of a unique thing. So everybody's got requests, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, fortunately for 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 us, you know, what I mean, it's like you've got you've got the financial, you know, power to, to make big offers like that. Um, you know, we have the podcast forum to, to throw our requests out into the universe and you, and you never know what might get picked up. And, uh, and yeah, man. So, so cheers to you for, for getting the M Borg for all of us. Cause we all wanted that too. You know what I mean? Very it's like, much so. it wasn't, it's a big chase. it wasn't a, yeah, that wasn't a selfish request. You know what I mean? Like some of these cover requests out there, you know, I mean, this was a this was a legitimate. Hey, play this for the people. You know, I mean, so that we can all get down. Um, and so, yeah, we, we really appreciate that, Matt. And you Cheers know, to you guys, I couldn't care less if I mean, it would be fantastic. But if I don't hear from the band or get a message or whatever, that's not what this is about. This is about contributing to an awesome cause so so that everybody can have a great time at shows. That's really all I care about at the end of the day because I can just admire from afar and just you know go to shows and I'm, I'm stoked to go to uh, Cincinnati. I got both shows VIP. I'm really excited about that. Come um, to Goosemas. Make your way to Goosemas. Um, <laughs> so actually, Hey, I'm sorry, but let me ask one more question um, yeah. that was on my mind. So what did you, I mean, what was going through your head in terms of what am I going to do with all this merch if I get it? You know, it wasn't going through my head because I was so baked that. <laughs> no, I was I was so my um, my girlfriend loves to, loves to tell me how weak my tolerance is. So I'm a deep date. So it, it at the so I had simultaneous reactions when Peter actually said Matt and I'm like, oh, shit, it's going down. And then I immediately was like, number one, how am I going to haul this stuff home? And uh, number two what the hell am I going to do with all of it? So, um, uh, you know, I, Brian, sorry, what was your question again? Like what was going through my mind about, well, just I, as far as what you would do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, how yeah. would you, you know, yeah, you have you... now 200 shirts, 50 sweatshirts, yeah. like pins, like hats. I would just give all that shit away just to spread the word, you know? Um, good answer. To be good honest, answer, I'm going to, I'm going to hop on the store and get a bunch. Like I'm, I'm uh, sad that the the one like tie dye hoodie, the white and purple one, is sold out mm-hmm. on the on the store. So I'll look for it when I go to Cincy, and maybe it'll be there. You know, maybe not, but I'll buy I'll buy merch and stuff. And these guys, I mean, like I said before, just the hard work to get where they're at with the musicianship and just the energy and everything. I mean, everybody wins, and why not? You know, if I have the means to kick something in and just you know just yeah. say hey, thank you, that's that's what it's about for me. So, mm-hmm. well, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that with us, Matt. We really appreciate uh, what you do for the community, um, getting that Angborg request and supporting Groove Safe. Absolutely amazing. Hey, and um, thank you guys for being such great historians. I'm going to go back and listen to this pod and dig into some of those, you know, the best jams and things like that. And I've got the, 
you know, I didn't watch last night, but uh, I just happened to see uh, part of the turbulent solo on mm-hmm. Instagram. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, there were times at St. Louis when Rick's left hand was going so fast, it was blurring and it wasn't because of the trails that I induced on myself. <laughs> it was just because he was just shredding. It was insane. So yeah. I, I can't wait for my next show. It's great. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Matt. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks, Matt. We see you out there. Take on care. Yeah. All right. Fantastic episode today. Uh, a couple of great guests. Really awesome to hear from Matt. Um, yep. I'm seeing Goose in approximately seven hours. I am so excited. Uh, I'm, I'm excited so for excited you, for you. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. I, I just, it hasn't really hit me yet, um, but I, I can't wait. Uh, if you're going to be at Stubbs tonight, uh, please come find me. I will be wearing this red straight burden shirt. I have straight and- burden slaps. Um, and make sure, make yeah. sure Ryan's, make sure Ryan's being kind to his mother. Also, I'm always kind to my mother. <laughs> always, I love my oh, mother. Oh man, um, <laughs> yeah. A couple thoughts uh, before we kind of finish off here. Like, yes. excited about the the donation to to GrooveSafe. Uh, that's like a pretty cool gesture, and like you know, like I, I don't think like anybody actually expected him to do anything, uh, which is kind mm-hmm. of like the interesting part in this. And like, yeah. The one thing I, I, I was thinking about when we were talking about this is when they committed to that, like, had anyone spoken to Naveed yet? Because he what was, was probably Naveed's losing reaction? his mind. <laughs> yeah, he was probably <laughs> like, no, like, we you can't have my merch. <laughs> um, yeah, so, we need to di- yeah, we need to we need to dig into this. Um, you know, we got Matt's we got Matt's kind of side to the story. Need Naveed's uh, side not, to not the story. Not side yeah, to the story, but but yeah. but we got his we got his perspective. Yeah. So yeah, so it'd be nice to uh, Nice to hear from. Nice to hear from everybody else involved. I know. I know Ryan wants to do some documentary style, you know, investigative reporting <laughs> and things like that. So I think this is an opportunity for you to to really kind of kind of put a story together here that uh, that, that the people are going to be interested. Listen, well, you know, you never know. We'll see what happens. We made it through the whole podcast and we didn't talk about a Billy String incident. So how about that? Uh... I, I, I'm not going to say wanna, anything else. I don't want to do sit-in speculation. Neil, yeah. I know you're the king of sit-in speculation, and you have a 50% success rate right now. So right. don't screw it. But this yeah. isn't like a day uh, off, and then he's playing yeah. in Austin tomorrow night or something, right? I mean, it's it's no, he's, he's a okay. week off. Yeah. 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 He's yeah, he's playing again on Thursday, I think, is the next one. Right. So he so, I don't know. Maybe It would be crazy if it happened. I feel like a sit-in... I don't know. I feel like a sit-in might be more likely during the festival tomorrow, but I'm, I, I don't know. There you go. We'll, It'd be interesting. We'll, we'll there's find a lot, I mean, we'll there's obviously a lot of people in town, so. Yeah. Um, we'll find out tonight. Um, very excited for that. Again, come find me. Please say yeah. hi. Uh, I'm very excited. You know, Neil, good luck. Yeah, maybe, uh, stay maybe Kirsten Wintergreen could, could be like your mentor. Yeah, quality news, Ryan. Quality news. news. And can you like just go around the show? Actually, can you please do that? And can we get a recording of it uh, so that we can put it on the podcast? Because that would make my year, probably. That'd be <laughs> that'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Well, we will uh, be back here. We'll be back here tomorrow at three o'clock Eastern to talk about tonight's show. Um, it's going to be a late one. Uh, one a.m. curfew, I believe. One a.m. Uh, you going to be okay? Um, oh, I'm going to take I'm a nap? at the show. I'm at the show, which means I'm good. I think Neil uh, Neil's gonna have the trouble. Maybe Billy will play Rainstick. That's. <laughs> I mean, there you go. Um, well, you know, I'm excited for it. I'm not excited to be awake two a.m. my time uh, watching a stream. Uh, but you know, it's Saturday night, man. Look, it's a long weekend. Right? Bang or Saturday? It's a festival uh, late night. Yeah, Monday off, like 
Let's go, man. I'm like ready yeah. to party. Mountain time, man. I'm on mountain time. I, yeah, I'm... yeah. You're great. You're good. <laughs> it's always easy Dude, for you. Light work for you. Yeah, I'm going out. Yeah, I'm le- I'm leaving after the pod for heading up to Twin Lakes, do some hiking with the dogs. I mean, stop for some dinner, get back, get ready for the show. Yeah, I mean, it's just sun's out. You know what I mean? You're good. Hang on, come head out back here, out. Neil. What? Oh, I think <laughs> I come out here. Yeah, well, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy we're, the show. We're, we're doing it. Yes. En- enjoy Thank the you. show, Ryan. Um, talk to talk you guys later in the chat. And uh, yeah, thanks to our guests. Thanks to everybody for listening. See Have a tomorrow. fantastic day, everybody. And we'll see Peace. you tomorrow. Hey, music fans. We wanted to let you know about Music on the Mountain, a show that will feature Anders Osborne, Dogs in a Pile, and Saints and Liars. This show will be directly after the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run at 2 p.m. on Saturday, May 18th at the base of Akimo Mountain in Ludlow, Vermont. The show is presented by The Phoenix, a national nonprofit organization offering support to those in recovery and anyone impacted by substance use to celebrate recovery. If you're running in the Divided Sky Foundation's fun run, you'll be automatically registered for the show. It's a family-friendly event, and all proceeds from ticket sales and other donations benefit the Divided Sky Foundation. Visit Music on the Mountain, that's musiconthemtn.com for more info and to get tickets. That's musiconthemtn.com. Hope you enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo. And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.